All right, this is the Powerline Kids podcast. Um, gonna get right the fuck into it. It's Richie O. And Brian Black. Oh, I forgot about the Brian Black thing. Yeah, I do love the Brian Black thing. Um, so we are here again, and uh, we are. This is our fourth episode. Yes. Um, we are now on iTunes again, um, but for some odd fucking reason. Um, it's not showing up on Brian's shit, but uh, I did get a fucking email and like notification last night that all three episodes are on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. What else are we working on? Uh, we will shortly be on Google Play. And iHeartRadio. Um, so whatever you guys prefer and everything like that, um, we will be able to be heard through all of those apps and everything like that. So definitely download them and... You know, tell other people and everything like that. And once again, uh, PowerlineKids at Yahoo.com. Um, the website will be up shortly to where you actually can go in and actually, like, make comments, like, on the actual fucking website. And, you know, it's all the old stuff that, like, I used to do that I fucking neglected like an asshole. Um, but, yeah, so all that stuff will be back up and running. And, um, you know, we're here to fucking... We're here just to fucking bitch and fucking complain about shit that is fucking pissing us off. Um, so, I don't know. Brian, what do you got for this week? Anything? Um, yeah, I pretty much think that uh, one thing I want to talk about is, um, and everybody deals with it, would be favoritism. I do like, actually, you know what? I do like that. You know, favoritism, where you work, what sports team you maybe play for. You know, maybe there's a fucking kid in the playground that gets picked before you for shit, <laughs> or oh, an old school playground. I don't think we even fucking have those anymore. Wait, did wait, did you ever get picked? Were you ever a kid that got picked last? No, I was usually picked like second because most people wanted to uh, to exploit my uh, height for a lot of games. You are a big guy. Yeah, you are a big fucking guy. So, what sports did you play in high school? I played football in high school. Um, and then of course, outside of high school, going back to being up from up north, we played stickball out on the street. We fucking played stickball. Played fucking stickball. We played fucking wall ball, which was, man, if you had good balls, if you played that, I mean, that was fucking battle wounds. You'd get home. Oh, like, actually, Dude. no, actually, I fucking remember oh, that too. Let me lift up. Let me lift up. Oh, mom, look, mom, I got a bruise back here. Let me, I got to you know, can you put some ice on it for me? <laughs> you know? You, how'd you get that? Well, I was we were playing wall ball and you know, fucking kung fu threw a fucking ball at me, fucking hit me right in the back, right off the fucking wall. Wait, so you want actually what we and not to get off the favoritism thing, but you just actually fucking this is why I love talking to you because you actually just fucking struck a fucking memory. We had we used to call it Attica. That's what we called it, Attica. <laughs> And now what we, Attica! No, listen, what we used to fucking do is the diner, all right? There was the fucking Nutley Diner. They used to sell... The, like, you remember the fucking really bounce, like the bouncy mm-hmm. balls, okay? The purple, uh, the pink ones. Yeah, all right? So, the big pinks, yep. All right, so they were like fucking 50 cents, like yeah. in the vending machine. Dude, we fucking wiped this fucking diner out. Like one night, I don't know why the fuck... Well, obviously, we were drunk or fucking whatever... And we ate, and then we were just like, ah, the night's not over yet. So there was this alleyway. It was two, literally, brick walls, and it was just an alleyway. 
but it was fucking big enough to like where the crowds of people would fucking be like you. It wasn't like an alleyway, like how you think of like New York City or something like that. It's a little skinny. Like this thing was fucking huge. Well, you got to realize too, dude, that's fucking movie over exaggeration with shit. Mm. Those little skinny alleyways and the guys in the corner. <laughs> hey, man, you want to buy some shit? You know? No, the fucking alleyways in New York City are fucking, they're pretty big, Yeah, man. they're big. All right. They got to so, fit sewer rats in them. So you got to figure there's like 20 of us, right? And we're all fucking hammered and fucking just having a blast and, you know, just doing whatever. So we, one night, one person fucking, I remember it. It was actually my friend Lucas. Uh, he passed and everything like that. But I remember he went up and he, he pulled one out and he started bouncing it and everything like that. And the next person went up and fucking bought another one. And like, so we all have these fucking like bouncy fucking balls. And they're fucking thick. Mm-hmm. They were fucking rubber and like, you know. They were like four inches fucking big. Yeah. And they fucking, they had, they had a little bit of weight to them. They yeah. Like- so we actually walked into the alleyway and then it just took one person just to like simply just bounce it off the wall. And then the next person did it. And then all of a sudden you started to realize, well, if I threw it hard enough... It can reach this wall and go to the other wall on the opposite side. And then all of a sudden, it just turned into fucking 20 of us with these fucking balls just whipping them. Just math for fucking retards. Wait, if I do this and can ricochet it off this area, it's like fucking geometry, city geometry. It's like if I take it at this vector and fucking hit it off this wall at the right angle... I not only can bounce it off at this point, but I can get a good ricochet, hit it off the back wall, and then hit it off the wall again. Oh, my God, dude. And it literally, I remember how it, like, started out because, like, all of a sudden someone got hit. And then someone, like, yelled out in pain, like, fuck, I got hit. And then all of a sudden, like, people just started fucking kept throwing the balls. And I swear to God, if you look from the street, from the alleyway... You see 20 drunken, like, fucking teenagers, you know. Degenerates. Just, yeah, degenerates just fucking sitting there. And, like, I swear to God, if you would have pulled up and stopped at the light right there at the alley and just looked down there and you just saw these bouncy balls just fucking going back and people getting smacked in the fucking head going down, like, literally going down like you're out for the fucking count. Now, did you guys have rules? Well, see, that was the, that's the thing. That's where Attica came in. I don't know who it was. I'm sorry if you're listening to this. I don't remember. But someone just yelled out Attica. Just it was like a random fucking thing. Like there were people on the ground and someone just goes Attica. And from that point on, that was like our Saturday nights. We would go out, go to the fucking diner. And then if we lost like the balls or whatever thing like that, and the best part was is the diner loved us. We were rowdy in the diner, so they hated us while we were eating. They loved you when you left, but they loved it. Clean your vending we, machines we out. Cleaned these fucking. They actually had to make like three other fucking machines, like the, the, the little ones where you yeah, turn the, the dial. fifty cent turn yeah. ones. Yep. They fucking whoever owned that fucking loved us because we would clear them out every fucking weekend, and then we would seriously go back to the same alleyway. Yo, Stan, listen, these fucking idiots are here again. They clean out your machine. Come back and fill them up on fucking tomorrow because we're gonna need more balls. But not only that, like the funny part was, it's not even like little kids like Mm-mm. fucking like, oh, daddy, I want a fucking bouncy ball. It's fucking like grown ass, like fucking like we were 18, 19, 20 oh, years man. old, and then the best part was is we got older people in on it. Like, the older people, like, fucking that, like, were from college and everything like that, they would watch us and just, be like, what the fuck are you guys doing? Like, they would be sitting there, like, playing hacky sack. Yeah. And we'd be like, no, this is fucking Attica. No. You just fucking sit there and you just fucking throw the balls. And pretty much what you said, like, were there rules? Mm-hmm. There were no rules. It's whoever got the most fucked up, like, you were out. Like, you just couldn't handle it anymore. Because you literally had a picture, fucking 20 fucking of these bouncy balls 
just fucking going back and forth through these brick walls and people literally getting like actually getting fucked, fucked up. up. Yeah. Getting fucked up. Yeah, I, remember. I remember getting hit in the fucking back. We were playing, like I said, we were playing wall ball when we had, we had rules because I remember my buddy and we played hardcore. It was like you went up to the, and the only thing you couldn't do was you couldn't hit somebody in the face because everybody was like, you know, I remember the first person that, that did it and they, it was a mis- it was an accident. It was that fucking upward fucking curve, that yes. underhand curve, and it caught my buddy right in the fucking side of it, under between his fucking jawbone and his fucking neck. And he was just like, Ugh! and we were like, oh, we're fucked. We're gonna get in so much trouble. And like literally, people walked out. And were like, well, that's what you deserve, asshole, because you fucking didn't duck. But I, oh my god. But yeah, we would have though. We would have fucking play wallsies. That was, we used to play that in fucking school. Out in Wait, fucking what? Courtyard, Wallsies. Wall ball. Oh, well, yeah. Well, come but on. We I called it Wallsies, you know, because it was, we had a fucking, our grammar school was a big fucking brick building. And, you know, you had the kids playing basketball, and then you had everybody else who didn't want to play basketball play, we would play that. And it started out with the, uh, we, uh, we actually got the pink balls banned from school. <laughs> because. <laughs> Fucking people are getting fucked up. So then we decided, <laughs> okay, no problem. We'll get racquetballs. Now, you have not experienced pain until you've been hit by a racquetball square in the nuts. The pink ball wasn't that big because usually you got a little thigh in there. Yeah, yeah. But the racquetballs were small enough, man. If you got hit in a friggin' sack while you were playing, because you get hit once or you on a drop, really, what it was called. You would drop it. You'd have to go up against the wall. And... It was literally like a, we called it the firing line because you got four, five, six, depending on who we had playing. Fuck, we had 10 guys playing at one time. You had nine other people fucking with a ball in their hand going, mm, yeah, we're going to see who hits you. And it was just fucking maniacal madness with that shit. And you know what? The way the best part is, I love how you fucking said that you got it. You guys got it fucking like banned from the fucking school after a while because. The diner, like, the way that it was set up in the alleyway, it was, like, a nice, like, out, like, they had the fucking clock, like, the town clock in the yeah. center and everything like that. So, the best part was, is, like, families that were, like, fucking, like, you know, be trying to fucking, like, leave the diner and everything. Like, they would be sitting there waiting for us to stop. And, like, like no one would say anything to us except, of course, then the cop would come. Then you had, like, the town cop. Break it up, guys. Come on. And, but the best part, I remember, because, you know, we all had friends that, like, were the cops in the town and, like, the old, like, old relatives. And, I mean, Nutley's a fucking small town. So, everyone fucking knew everyone. And I remember the one fucking time, uh, one of our cop friends fucking, he pulled up right outside the alleyway, like, right above the sidewalk. And he was just staring at us. And I remember I was actually one of the first ones to actually, like, bump my fucking friend in the elbow and just be like, dude, he's fucking, he's watching us. And, like, everyone else is still fucking going nuts, fucking throwing the balls and everything like that. And he got out of the car, and he just did the fucking thing where he just, like, put his hands to the side. And he was just like, really? Seriously? This is what you guys are doing, like, on a Saturday night? And then, like, he had to go through the whole story of, like, when he was younger. He's like, we used to go out and get trim and fucking clam and everything like that. And he goes, you guys sitting here throwing pink balls at 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 a cement wall, and you should be going out. Getting girls. Oh it's my! Like, you look at him and go, 
but we're having a good time. Oh my god, that was like the best part. We were just like, what the fuck? Like, this is what we want to fucking do. And he was just like, all right, you guys, you guys really. He's like, and he stopped everyone. So everyone stopped. And I remember the fucking, like, the picture of it. Like, the, the fucking memory. Is that he's trying to give us a pep talk on, like, how we shouldn't be doing it. And the best part is, is every guy there is fucking holding a fucking pink ball. Just going like... Yeah, this is, you know, what we do. Yeah, this is... And, like, he's trying to be, like, a cop about it and just being like, yeah, you guys shouldn't be doing this. And we're all just sitting there waiting for him to fucking leave so we can just start fucking start doing again. it again. Yeah. But oh now my- you couldn't do it. You can't do something like that now because they one cop would show up and he'd be like, you got to stop. He'd wait and he'd wait. And if you didn't leave, <laughs> then 10 other cops yep. would show up and now it's, like, a problem, so... This is the fun shit that some people are missing out on in life. Oh my god, I'm so happy that you brought up yeah, that fucking memory. That's, I'm that's so fucking, happy that you brought up I that fucking... Sh- it's so fucking stupid, but I guarantee... Guys, if you want to email and fucking say anything that you guys did when you were fucking teenagers and fucking just being stupid and fucking just making up stupid games, just fucking email us and we will fucking answer and talk about it. Because I would love to fucking hear... Like, that was a stupid fucking thing that we did... And I've never heard anything like that before. I've never fucking heard of anything like that. Like, just fucking someone just being on the ground, just yelling, Attica! And, like, that became, like, a game. Like, out of nowhere, that just became, like, a fucking, like, fad. It became a fucking fad. Oh, yeah. It's like, I mean, I remember playing fucking Manhunt, too. Oh, my God, Manhunt. And it it Manhunt. started out as, as, like, you everybody got together on the block. Wait, but like, the, that's the adult version of hiding and Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it was, I mean, you, everybody would... You know, do whatever. They'd be fucking. Some guys would be liquored up. Some guys would be stoned. And it was like, yo, let's let's get a game of manhunt going, like, because we got to be at our houses bef- when it's with the streetlights on. But we were all out to hang out in front of our houses. Yep. We couldn't be at the park. We couldn't be, you know, up at the up at the boulevard. We had to be at least on our stoop. Manhunt. And it'd be funny. It's like, yo, okay, the borders are like you can go here to to country <laughs> village and the country village road. And you can go all the way down to, you know, like, Sal's house. But you can't go any further. And then, It was always yeah, some kids like... It was always like the, that kid, and it's the kid who always got picked last for the team. <laughs> it was like, you can't go past his house because the old lady on the other side of his house comes out. And you, you fucking kids, get the fuck out of here. You're driving me crazy because you're yelling and fucking... It's like, all right, okay, then we got to go back. And she would come out. And she would go, she'd start at one end of the block and start going up, knocking on doors. You know, your kid's making too much noise. All right, we'll take care of it. And it ruined the fun a lot of times. But we would get away with so much shit. Now, it was funny as hell. Hide behind fucking cars. (laughs) Hide under the car. One kid who always hid under the car. He hid (laughs) under the car because on the weekends, there was no parking rule. So you could park on either side of the street. So we would turn around, and we always had one. You always knew this one kid because he was <laughs> tiny enough. He could fucking fit underneath the car, and he giggle as you ran by him. All you would hear all of a sudden was <laughs> like, "Where the fuck? What the fuck? What do we got? Fucking trolls? Like, you know, is there a fucking rats in here? Like, and oh you'd blow God. right by him because he was the fucking small kid, but he was the one you everybody wanted on their team because he would always the minute everybody ran by him, he'd run out to the base. Get everybody fucking back in the game. And then we yep. would all fucking scatter like cockroaches. Oh, my God. I remember first, like, when we first started playing fucking Manhunt. Did you ever fucking do... I, I don't know which one of my fucking friends 
actually found this out. You burn the fucking cork to a like a wine bottle, and then you can fucking like put it on your face like camouflage. Oh yeah, because it's because of the way the cork burns. Yeah. yeah. And I remember we were like getting ready to fucking play, and we were actually like talking to like there was a bunch of us like getting ready to fucking pick teams. And actually, I think it was Tardy. I think it was fucking Tardy. I think he came in with the fucking cork and he got his father's fucking Zippo and he fucking slid it. And then he just started like fucking painting his fucking face. And we're like, there's what the a, fuck are you doing? There's always that one kid. And he was just like, this is so, um, um, I can't be seen. And we're like, dude, like you just, no, no. Like this is, this is, but then it started out, he did it. Then another person did it, and then, yes, mm-hmm. I will admit, yes, then before you know it, I was like, fuck it, if everyone else is going to fucking I'm going to have it, raccoon eyes, too. I'm going to fucking do it, too. And then I remember the, my friend's mother came into the garage, and now you have to, we're all sitting there getting ready to fucking play Manhunt, but we're all designing our fucking faces. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put a lightning bolt up here. Wait, oh, dude, I swear to God, no, that was the best part. Like, and then, like, the father fucking came in and he was just like what the fuck are you guys doing he was like we're getting ready to play manhunt and like my one friend is sitting there and he's fucking like making a design on his fucking face and he goes that's not the way we fucking played manhunt when i was yeah. there. like you're not fucking designing like, like you're, you're not designing face cam out there pal like one kid like fucking like made like the kiss fucking like thing like trying to like fucking look like uh gene, gene simmons gene simmons and but like we actually fucking went out and we fucking played manhunt and i remember just like you said there was a fucking kid Right in front of my house. It was my house, or actually, I'm sorry, it was uh, my friend Mark's house. He was the corner house, and then I was the next one in. So the limit was Mark's house, and then my house was kind of like fucking, kind of like home base, because like you could pretty much do whatever the fuck you wanted at my house. Like My house was the headquarters for the block. That's what we called it, the block. Just every fucking weekend, everyone was always there. So my house was like home base, but I had this tree. Out in front of my house. Are you lucky at a tree? So wait. So just like you said, there was this always this one fucking kid. We don't know why, but he would always climb up this tree. And it, just the way that the tree grew and everything, it was so easy. You know those trees are just so easy to climb where you could literally just go from branch to branch. Oh, yeah, because they're all, all like intertwined growing up getting struck by like, like It was like one of the like best fucking like climbing trees ever. But he would always fucking go to the... Like, that was his hiding spot. And we would literally sit there and be like, you can't fucking hide there this time. They're going to fucking catch you. And he would just be like, no, no one's going to fucking see me. Like, dude, are you fucking retarded? Like, you hide here every fucking time. We all know this spot, buddy. get the fuck down from the fucking tree. And then we used to say the same thing. Like, uh, Nick Morrow's... Oh, fuck. Sorry, dude. Um... His, His house was the other end of the block. Like, you can't go past there. But what we had was we had the block, we had the street, and then a street that, it was a big fucking hill, and then we had fields. We had power line. Yeah, the power lines. Power lines would go all through the fields, went through fucking, like, three different towns, and we're like, okay, you can't go past the power lines. You can't go past the power lines and everything like that. And I fucking remember the one time that I broke the fucking rule because I, I was one of the last people. You know, you know when you're like the survivor and you're like, I can't get fucking caught. You're the lone wolf. Yeah, and you got like, fuck, you know there's like 10 people left on the other fucking team. I'm fucked. And you're the last one. I'm like, fuck, like I can't go this way. They definitely got people over there. They definitely got people over here. I have to get back. I remember I did the fucking stupid thing. I fucking broke the rule. I went past the fucking power lines. And my one friend, Paul, he was on the other fucking team. <laughs> you're going to love this. <laughs> We're, now it's dark. It's like fucking like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, yeah. 
so you know the rule, like you see animals or whatever, fucking whatever. So I'm running, I, he, he's fucking yelling out. He's going, Richie fucking broke the rules. He's running after me. He broke the rules. He's, he went past the power lines. I felt so fucking bad because like the way I cut through the fields, there's a fucking raccoon. And all Gotta of watch out for them coons. Wait, so I fucking, I stop because I hear Paul fucking yelling. And he's like, uh, I'm like, all right, whatever. So I fucking run back. He's fucking sitting there. The fucking he, he tried to hop over like a bush or something to try and fucking get me. And I was just fucking fast. I just fucking ran. I guess he fucking landed in a bush that I guess like a family of raccoons was fucking like living in. <laughs> and they fucking like bit him like fucking four or five fucking times. So the manhunt game went into me being the survivor to how the fuck am I going to get... Because he was a big fucking kid. Yeah. How the fuck am I going to get him from the fields down to Back home to the- Because he was literally lying in like a bush just going, Get help! Get fucking help! I got bit by a fucking raccoon! I got rabies! I got... That's what he kept yelling out. I got rabies! I got, I got rabies! And finally everyone came to the fucking rescue. And now the parents are involved and everything like that. To the fucking kid, I had to fucking go to the hospital and do that whole fucking getting the fucking rabies shot like through the fucking stomach. Oh, oh my god, it was fucking terrible. Yeah, I remember that those days when they fucking. Oh man, but the fucking the manhunt like that, that was that was classic. Yeah. We should actually fucking bring that back. We should bring that back. I, I notice kids that still play because I remember when we moved moved down in uh, down to Ocean County in the shore. I remember there was like a group of kids I was driving by one night. And uh, I see these fucking kids, and I was laughing. I stopped to look at them. They're fucking, I'm like, God damn it, they're fucking playing Manhunt. I'm like, that's fucking great. And I'm watching them, and I'm, they're not going towards the end of the block. And I'm like, motherfucker, these guys got the same rules we did. <laughs> like, shit, you got, and then you can't go this far. And I remember saying, I remember my friend's uh, mom, we played there on his block a lot. Because we were always allowed to go to certain people's houses. That was the best thing about the weekends. It was always like, all right, well, if you're going to so-and-so's house, then you can stay there tonight. Because your parents would call and say, hey, is, you know, is Brian going to be there? Yeah, no problem. And then his parents turn and say, listen, they know you're here. Don't get in trouble. And we would play on his block. And it was, like, great because you could hide. It was a new area to hide in. And... I used to see yeah. now we tried that it never fucking worked because without the fucking it, it was like I don't know like almost just like routine like it, with the fields and everything like that there were just so many fucking places to hide and then like we'd move to different areas like um like all my friends like we all lived on the same block like I literally had seven of my best friends that lived on the fucking block so it was never like a, and then like if we did meet someone that lived like across town. He would be like, oh, yeah, bring it over here or whatever. But he would be the only kid on this block. So, like, we would, as a group, would go to go that to part that of town. Him, and he would be the only, like, young person. Like, the rest of the people were older or whatever. And we tried playing. But then that's when the fucking thing came in where you'd have neighbors fucking being like, what the fuck are all these kids yeah, who doing? who are all these kids? Like, why are they in my fucking yard? And then we used to fucking start getting yelled at. Like, why the fuck are you in my tree right outside my fucking bedroom window? <laughs> one guy. And like, yeah, like you just got to sit there and be like, or the, or the best we're was, playing Manhunt. You, the best was with the Carl, with the Viper systems. Mm. Used to give used to give the kid, used to give that buddy, that kid away all the time. Shorty, he fucking, he, I remember him doing it too. He tried to get into this really nice car. 
and he's real slow. Oh, you all of a second you hear, all of a sudden you hear Viper armed, and I'm like, it started. Everybody stopped. We're like, Shorty, get the fuck out of there. And the guy would walk outside. Who's fucking with my car? And we're like, Nah, we're all, you know, we're good. Blah blah blah, and you know distract him while our buddy's trying to get out from under it. But yeah, that was fucking always a fucking riot with shit. Okay, I'm going to say one more thing about Manhunt, and then we should definitely go back to the favoritism. Yeah. But the one memory that I did have too was always that one kid. And I'm not going to say his name because I definitely w- want him to be on this podcast in the future, and I know he's going to fucking be like, why the fuck did you say that? But uh, Italian, just like my grandmother... You know, right off the boat, Italian had Italian parents. Right off the fucking boat. And we used to, the whole game used to go on. But do you remember the kid that used to play Manhunt? And then like two hours into, or maybe like an hour into the game. Like the game's not over yet. And the mother came out. No, but the mother used to come outside. Get the fuck in the house. And she, Uh. she used to scream his name. And we used to be like. Dude, we're about to find out where he is. Yeah. We're about to fucking fight. She used to come out and just like yell the same thing. It's time to come in. The street lights are on and like all this other shit. And then all of a sudden you just see this fucking kid like pop out of a bush mm-hmm. and just be like, sorry guys, I gotta, gotta go. go. <laughs> gotta go. Be like, that's where we fucking hiding the whole fucking time. And then you'd go and then the best thing about it was you'd go check that spot the next time and he'd be, he wouldn't be there. <laughs> but seriously, it was every fucking time. Yeah. And we used to tell him, like, dude, why the fuck? Like, tell your mother, like, you're fucking, like, in a professional fucking game right now. Yeah. Like, this is serious shit. We used to make teams, like, have, like, things like a fucking notepad. Like, fucking, like, all right, this week it's this person, this person, this person versus this person, this person. All right, so we're going to do this this week and then the next week. Like, it was fucking pro- – we had it yeah. calculated professionally put together. And then, like, you just – you would just – it was like clockwork. You would just hear her voice throughout the entire neighborhood just be like – it's time to come home. Yeah. And he, like, Mario, get out from the bush. <laughs> come out of the pipe, Mario. But the best, but we used to sit there and laugh because you used to pop out of a spot mm-hmm. every fucking time. We'd just be like, that's where the fuck that motherfucker was hiding that whole fucking time. You hear, bing, pop out. Sorry, it's guys. It's me. I gotta, I gotta leave. I gotta go home. Oh, my God. But, all right, so. Back, back to, now transitioning into back to the favoritism thing. It's it's in everywhere though, you know. And you notice it even when you're out shopping. You notice who like the favorite people are in the store, employee wise. So you notice it outside of where you are, and it's it supposedly quote unquote has stopped, but it's bullshit because it hasn't. Because certain people get away with fucking murder, and other people who work their asses off get fucking ridiculed for shit, no matter what the fuck they do. And you know what I. Definitely, I've, I've seen that at a lot of fucking places that I've been. Actually, not a, I mean, I, not a lot so much to the point, though. So when you say favoritism, though, like, is it is it just because of what you experienced? Or can you look outside the box and actually sit there and, and sit there and just be like, you know what? It still fucking exists. No, I can look outside the box and say it still exists because I've noticed even, like, a good example is going out to, going out to a restaurant. You go out to eat. And you tell the server, you know, oh, yeah, just want a table for two or table for four. And they automatically stick you in the section where the girls know or the guys know they're going to get a good tip. And 
Meanwhile, you want to be over in, like next to the bar because of the TVs or whatever's on yeah. yep. to hang out and have a couple beers. You don't want to be sitting with families because now you have to kind of be like, okay, well, we gotta we can't be as rowdy, can't be as loud. So I used to love the diners. Diners were fucking twenty four hour diners were awesome. I mean, Mikey, we're fucking diner <laughs> fanatics. Love the fucking diner, fucking two o'clock in the morning. Two o'clock in the morning, go there. Fucking, I remember disco fries, disco fries, and uh, mozzarella mozzarella. Sticks. Yep. And uh, you'd have the fucking cheap ass people who would be like, "Yeah, I'm just gonna get a glass of water," <laughs> and it's like, "Yo, you better kick in some money <laughs> for the food. Like, you're gonna eat. We know you're gonna eat because we're not fucking stupid." And it's the same three fucking assholes every fucking time. I'm just want a water, and then the, the, usually the girl that was with them were like, "I, I want a water with lemon." It's like, seriously, I'll pay wait, for your fucking drinks. Wait, but- uh, you know what we said? Our group was uh, the bagel. I'll just have a bagel with butter. It was like fucking like 85 cents, you know, like I'll just have a bagel of butter. Like, dude, you know, you're going to fucking be like, be, oh, can well, I can have some, some of that? Yeah. Can yeah. I have some of that? Meanwhile, he already ate his fucking bagel. Mm-hmm. He already fu- didn't offer anyone at least half of a half, you know, like, here, you want, hey, you want a piece? Half of a half of a fucking buttered bagel. But no, it was that it, in micro, it was the fucking bagels. We would go to the fuck and the person that sat there was just like, uh, disco fries, mozzarella sticks. Nachos. Chicken wings. Yeah, wings. Nachos. nachos. Uh, I'll have a buttered bagel. Um, like a regular, yeah, just a plain buttered, toasted, non-toasted. Toasted, please, thank you. And a, and a water. And a water. And let me get a water and everything like that. And then the person would sit there and be like, can I have a sip of your Coke? No, I never had that. I never had that, but it was always, it was those people who were like, when they were figuring the bill out. And we were like, all right, we're going to split it evenly. There's seven of us here. Everybody, you know, it was, came out to like, I mean, shit, fucking maybe 15 bucks. So you figure $7 oh a God, piece. Oh, my God, that long ago, yeah, 15 it's bucks. like, you know, you figured we got enough shit with the drinks. It was, well, I only had a water. <laughs> Motherfucker, you had some of those fries. You had some of the nachos. You're fucking pinning up. <laughs> and then they would try to skimp out. They'd give you, oh, I only got like three bucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So it's like, all right, we'll give you the three bucks. Then you'd go out later, <laughs> say somewhere else to the. You'd stop at like Seven Eleven or something, and, and they'd fucking buy buying shit like buying cigarettes. Like, well, dude, you said you only had three dollars. Oh, well, that was when we were at the diner, but I got money for smokes. It's like, but they would be the person. Everybody would hit up for cigarettes because yep. you'd be like, all right, well, you know what, you're fucking being an asshole, and I. Oh, I always had a full. Pa- I at least had two packs on me. I had a clothes pack Jesus and a no pack when I used to smoke. Oh my god. And fucking turn around, and you hit them up for a cigarette. Hey, let me get a cigarette. Don't you have any? Nah, I smoked my last one, man. You saw me a couple minutes ago. And all that nonstop would fucking happen all night long until he looked at this fucking pack and he'd say, "Man, you guys smoked all my cigarettes." It's like, yeah, you didn't pay for the food either. So, <laughs> I'm sorry. I do have to admit, and getting we're neglecting the favoritism thing, but I have to admit, I was the friend. I'm sorry, guys. Actually, you know what? A lot of you already know it. But I was the one friend that I always had an emergency last cigarette that I would just, like, it's like let's say someone asked me for a cigarette and be like, ah, I have none left. I fucking gave everyone, you know, you asked me for a cigarette, you asked me for a cigarette. And then the walk home, I would always save that emergency fucking cigarette and just look at the, like, I would have, like, it would be, like, in my back pocket and it would be, like, I always carried a second empty pack. Yeah. And just that, I smoked Newports. Newports. 
And I remember, like, I would always walk home and I would appreciate that cigarette so much and just be like, thank God I put this in this empty pack in the beginning of the night because everyone fucking took my cigarettes and I would just light it up and just be like, this is the best fucking cigarette in the world. It was my, and but I lied all fucking night. Just like, I have none left. Here, look at this empty pack. Look, mm-hmm. I have none left. Why I kept the empty pack in my pocket to prove I didn't have any cigarettes left instead of just throwing it away and being like, I've got nothing I'm done. But I kept the empty pack to show people yeah. and be like, I have none, see? Yeah, that was like before I switched. because I smoked, started smoking soft packs because I, re- I came to a fucking conclusion. Because um, the way I packed my cigarettes, I fucking demolished them. I mean, they don't, yeah, I just they don't actually break. noticed it. Yeah. yeah, but I like them packed really good, and I could do it with the boxes too. To crush, forget about what they say, crush proof boxes are full of shit. Because I've crushed more fucking cigarette boxes than I can fucking uh, amount to. I fucking go pull a cigarette out and be broken in half, and I'm like, but the box says it's crush proof. What the fuck? And Everybody walk up to me, you got a cigarette? Yeah. I'd pull it out. What the fuck is this? It looks like fucking it was stepped on. I'm like, you don't want to give it back. And after that, people stopped pumping cigarettes off me. And it was hilarious. And then I started charging people. No way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, I never... I had two friends, because I had two friends who smoked, never bought cigarettes. We'd be out, and they'd be like, are you going to smoke? All right, yeah. So the first... For, I did it for a while, and then I turned around, and finally, one night, it was like... By the way, you're still friends with them now? Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they might be listening yeah. to this? No, yeah, it might be. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? Guys, you, what the fuck? Give the guy a break. Yeah. So I turned around, and be like, you want a cigarette? Can I get one? You got 25 cents? <laughs> See, it was a one thing, and I'm not fucking knocking it, because a lot of my friends fucking, like, they did that. Like, they were like, you want to cut a pack of cigarettes and, like, do all that shit. I was always fucking just, I was just like, yeah, you want a fucking cigarette? And they'd be like, I'll give you a, you know, actually it's one of my pet peeves when I'm actually out is when someone says like, I'll give you a dollar for a cigarette. And I don't, I don't know what it is, but I actually get angry because I'm sitting there and I'm going, Jesus Christ, this person is in dire need of a cigarette that bad that he's offering me a dollar for one. Like, especially when we used to go out to the city. Yeah. You know, like fucking the guy would just come up or woman, you know, whatever, and just be like, oh, you know, can I get a smoke? They'd see you smoking automatically. It's just like, oh, he's definitely got a full pack. I'll give you a dollar for a cigarette. And my line that I always say to people is, it's not fucking gold. Just fucking take a cigarette. Like if I, if you're literally that, like you're fiending that bad. Yeah, desperately want a cigarette like a crack addict. Yeah, like, and you're offering me a dollar, just fucking take take one. Just take it. Just take it. Like I could see if you were just like, I, and I used to get them like that, too. Because we'd be walking through the city, and they, you got, hey, give me 25 cents. And the minute, I, and I always did it, because I always felt bad for, like, some of the homeless people and shit, especially the vets. I always felt bad oh, for yeah, those guys. I, well, all homeless, I feel yeah. like. I but wish the vets I, I felt really bad for because, you know, of how they, how they were treated when they came home from, like, Vietnam and shit, and they weren't given the right stuff. And, any, and I would fucking burn the shit out of them. Hey, buddy, can you give me a cigarette? Yeah, no problem, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. I said, dude, he needs it more than you fucking do. Exactly. <laughs> but, but um, back to the favoritism thing. All right, so you'd step outside the box. You fucking were in the restaurant and everything like that, and you, you can notice shit. Like, I notice favoritism to a certain extent to where now, if you, if you can agree with me, the way that we grew up, all right, because you're not that much older than me at all. Um, 
what I started to notice growing up, and especially since I, I did go to school and, you know, graduated and everything like that and I went to college and did all that. And then I even went to fucking like another school and fucking did what I fucking did. Graduated, everything like that. But because I started to notice that I'm not going to school at this specific time and I'm not trying to, you know, be a doctor or something like that, which I would love. I would love to fucking go back to school and do that. But I notice it at places that I've worked where younger people, which is great. I'm not knocking it. I'm not knocking it. But younger people are now looked at as, oh, well, this person is going to college. So we have to pay attention to him more instead of the person that has 15 years experience. And already graduated or has just been working since and, and the, and graduation. That, and that's the thing, though, like. It graduated fucking high school and, and we were actually talking about that before. Like you learn shit from experience and then you go to work and you're actually teaching someone from your experience of working all these fucking years, a person that's going to school and is getting treated like a fucking king or queen. They're getting groomed. It, yeah, exactly. That's how you can tell a lot of favoritism happens is the ones that they try to they want to groom and they use, and this is what I've noticed, they've used, they use the people who are like, have been, have all this experience, all this knowledge from doing it for so long and they try to groom them. But yet that person who, when the job comes up, maybe they pass over because, oh, well, you're only going to be here for another five or 10 years. They're going to be here for another 20. And that's what they look at. And that's, that blows my mind. And how I see it in the restaurants is when they stick you in these areas with these people, you can tell the girls who are fucking oh, really yeah. quick. Yep. And meanwhile, you want it to sit over in a section that's slow as shit. And you don't care what the fuck is because you're going to be there for a while. Exactly. And I, I noticed agree. I noticed that more ever since they banned smoking in restaurants oh, and fucking God. diners. Because it's like you don't want to sit with a lot of other people. You want to sit and enjoy yourself. And you go to those areas and they like speed everything through. It's like they're shoving everything down your throat. And let's tell them, hold on. Can you space out between the appetizer and the meal? Because we, you know, we're going to be here for a little bit. And then it's like every 10 minutes, everything okay? Yeah, everything's fine. You asked me the same thing 10 minutes ago. And then like three minutes past. How's everything going? Okay. They want you up and out. Because they want to make room because they're trying to, to, trying to speed people through because... What they don't realize is the longer you're there, the more comfortable you are. You're going to tip better. Agreed. And I have friends who are in the service industry who've told me this. They said. I was a bartender. I, yeah. I, I actually. <laughs> the people who sit there longer will tip more money because you're not bugging them. And he, and he told me. My one. Well, actually, both my friends told me. A guy and a girl. Said that they notice it because they're very liked by management because of how they handle their customers. And they walk away at night with a shitload of money because they pay attention to detail with these people. But they said to me, yeah, but we have people who come in here and they're sticking them with us. And then we're getting put to like the slow section because they want these people to be, to be there to get these hours that they, because they're going to school and they're only off in the summertime. And it's yep. like, are you fucking serious? Like, this is a person who's trying to 
provide for their their kids. And because that's what they like doing. They don't want to work in an office because they want to do other, they're doing other things on the side. Yep. You know, their own stuff. But what they need, they're doing it at a restaurant, but they like doing it. And it's just, I watch it and, I, and then hearing friends talk about it, I'm like, holy shit, you're fucking right. Like, and I even notice it to this day where they just fucking pick these people and they get away with fucking murder, whether they come in fucking late, you know, 15, 20, 30 minutes. And then the minute I'm fucking, I'm late to work fucking one day, five minutes, I'm getting my fucking ass chewed out. I'm like, are you fucking serious? Like, that's the fucking point, which everybody's got to realize that. Yeah, we all know you guys are going through it, too. You see it in your workplaces. We see it in ours. We see it out in public, just like everybody else does. But you're the ones that make the changes, too. That's the one thing everybody's got to realize, is eventually you're going to get in a position where you got to remember how you were treated and how poorly you were treated by people above you and make the change. I fucking definitely agree with that 150%. Because you want to know something? What, from, from what I've experienced, especially with, uh, especially with people, not people so much that, like, you're not complaining. You're, you're an observer. You observe right. what's going on. See, now, like, that's the difference that I love. Is that you observe what's going on, but you don't fucking complain about your job or anything that you do, whether it's your job or fucking whether it's you fucking have to, what you told me, like you have to do the fence in the backyard and fucking like get, like you don't complain. It's just something that you're observing and you know you have to fucking deal with and you know that you can do it just like with work. You know you have to fucking, you know you're good at it. You know you can accomplish it. But what fucking really bothers me is the fact that I love fucking going into work, but it's the people that are like I'm. I'm a miserable. Uh, yes, I, I'm gonna hold on. I need to take a sip. Ah, all right. So, I love going to work. I really do. There's not a lot of people that can fucking say that. I love going to work. I love doing what I do. I mean, it's not fucking. Like rocket science, it's not fucking surgery and everything like that. I thought it was rocket science. <laughs> the way it's put out there. But the thing is, is that I go in, and I go in like with a good, like you do. You go in Ooh, with a smile good, on my face. Yeah, you go in with a good fucking attitude. Like today is gonna fucking be all right. Everything's even though there's personal shit going on, even though there's all the shit going on, you still fucking go in with a fucking positive attitude. And then you walk in and it's literally you see person after person before you even get to your desk. Before you, it could be someone in the parking lot. It could be someone in a fucking, in like the little break area. And before you even get to your desk, you already meet three fucking people that literally want to destroy your day by, and all you did was just say, good morning. How's everything going? Today sucks. Today's, I can't fucking stand, oh my god, what the motherfucker, holy shit, blah, blah, blah. It's like, dude, or whatever, woman, like, fucking, it's fucking 9 o'clock in the morning. Like, can you at least give me a little bit positive energy? Like, all I said to you was good morning, you know, I gave you a smile, you know, I did the gentleman thing, you know, like, hey, you look nice today and everything like that, and immediately it's just like, go fuck yourself. (laughs) 
I want to jump out the fucking window. Like, really? And then I, then I start thinking, like, I'm walking up the fucking stairs to go to my desk, and I'm just sitting there going, Jesus Christ. All I did was wake up, take my dog out for a walk. She shit. I picked it up. You know, I did what I had to do. I got in the car. I had a good... I had a good playlist on the way to work. Like, I was sitting there fucking like, you know. Traffic wasn't that bad. Yeah, singing to myself you know. fucking, yeah, today's going to be a great day. I get out of the fucking car. I close it. I see someone in the parking lot. Hey, good morning. I don't want to be here. All right. I get it. But come on. Give me a little bit of positive energy. Just be like, hey, yeah. Even if you're going to say the day is going to suck, make it a little bit funny. You know, just like, turn and go, ah, oh, today's going to suck. But at least it's Wednesday and yeah, I got, you know, two you know, days like, left of this fucking shithole. And not fucking sit there and, like, fucking say, like, oh, my God. And then, like, I, then you meet the next person. It's just like, yesterday sucked and sucks. today's going to suck, too. And then tomorrow's going to suck and the next day's going to suck. And But, see, it, the difference is between what you said and, like, what I said. Like, I'm a miserable fucking asshole. But we try to fucking make things Better. Try to make it the, the way you want it. Like, we know it's fucking miserable. We know. We get it. You gotta work. You gotta get up. I mean, shit. If I could fucking sit home and collect a fucking check every day, fucking... I think Hello? We, I think we fucking all would. Yeah, I mean... But that's the... And that's one of the reasons why I fucking loved meeting you is because you... You talk about and complain, and like a lot of my podcasts are nicknamed like Richie O complains, or it says like this to another person. Like you complain, but you're an observer. You sit there and you look at what everyone else is doing, and then sit there and like put yourself in the fucking situation to where it's not just like a random person just sitting there going like, yeah, I just, I hate life every day because I have to wake up and come here. And you literally sit there and look at the person like, is that really, that's... Is that it? Is there, is there more? I've asked people that too. I've, I've said, hi, yeah. Oh, today's going to be a fucking bad day. Why? What happened? Everything all right? No, fucking, I backed out this morning. I backed over my son's bike and this. And it's like, I didn't ask you to fucking sit here and tell me your life story. I just asked what's wrong. All you had to say was, no, it's been a bad morning so far. And I think it's going to carry over into the fucking day because some of these assholes we deal with. That's it. That's the fucking response. But no, I got to fucking wait five minutes to hear you bitch about why you fucking... And then the guy cut you off on the fucking parkway. And this fucking asshole did this. And then the lady in Wawa cut cut in front of me at the fucking line. It's like, dude, seriously, fucking life's too short. Fucking get a fucking helmet. You know, it's like, dude, wait a just, second. Seriously. Wait a second. Did you just say get a fucking helmet? Get a fucking helmet. Oh my God. Wait, is that you? Or did you hear that? Because that would fuck. I would wear that fucking t-shirt. Life that, is that, get a helmet. That is fucking my Please. fucking shit. Cause literally I've, we've talked about places I've worked. We've talked about fucking the, we made fun of the whole thing about, you know, you need to be on a fucking you know, a, a, with a straight jacket on with a fucking helmet so you don't bump your head as you're banging it against the wall. Life is so, too short, get a helmet. Yeah. That is the, that's a fucking bumper sticker. Yeah. That is a fucking bumper sticker. So. But, but let's get, we went off again. Actually, no, that was a good no, fucking that was, thing. That, that was it. That closed out favoritism pretty much. So, 
everything else is is just you get. But I, I love when you get friends that ask you for things, and it's funny because not many people will do it. But you're always got to be you got to be the person to sit there and go, hey, like when some of your friends start pitching to you, and I know. You have friends that do it. I have friends that do it. I'm a friend that does it to them. He's I do it that, to you. He does it to me. I do it to Brian. And, and I tell him all the time, Richie, I'm here for you. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm here. You can tell me whatever you got. You know, I'll give you whatever I fucking can advice I could give you. You know, you got to fucking, you know, tear your fucking head out, beat on my chest. Go ahead. Be my guest. Let me ask you a question. Side question. Yeah. Do I ever talk to you and you sit there and you... Have you ever done the thing like where you've gave, given me advice and like hung up the phone with me and just been like, shit, I think that was wrong advice? No, actually I haven't. You're the only person I've, I've done that with that I haven't fucking turned around. Actually, no, let me phrase that. Um, I've never done that because I will have friends who call me up when I'm in a situation and will turn around and give me back my own fucking advice. And I go to them. We're, we're, we're sitting there and we're talking and I feel like shit. I feel like an asshole. And I'm like, yeah, I, I really don't need... No, no, tell me. Okay, so, you know, you should do this, do that, do this. Forget that. Don't worry about it. It's it's Life's too short. And I turn around and I'm like, you're a fucking ass. That's the same shit I told you two weeks ago. Well, it was good advice. It was? <laughs> shit. Fucking, because you're trying to throw it back at me. I said, it doesn't work for me. I said, it's my advice. You have to come up with new shit. <laughs> but it's funny because it's like they're trying to do the right thing. It's I love my friends. But I love when my friends ask me for, for stupid shit. And um, and like, you know, I have a buddy who's who's dealing with some fucking shit now. And uh, Fitzy, I know you listen. So um, I'm bringing you up in this because you constantly, constantly talk about it. I'm not going to say who. But... Usually, it's always, I call them, we'll bullshit, we'll laugh, and they'll be like, dude, do you know any good places to hide a body? It's like, you're asking the wrong person. He goes, why? I'm like, because I know fucking plenty of places, because I got a running fucking list. Why? And he starts going off about, you know, fucking this guy fucking fucked this up at work, and this guy fucked that up at work, and I'm like, all right, it's not that bad. You just fucking turn around and fix it. He goes, I've been fixing it for two months. <laughs> and it's like, all right, and I can sympathize with him. But it's like funny as hell because he he will call me up and it's just he's the person like you who I can call up if I need to at 2 o'clock in the morning. And he'll pick up the fucking phone and he'll listen to me fucking babble and fucking just be fucking belligerent and be like, okay, it's not that bad. All right, Fitz, why isn't it that bad? Well, it could be worse, you know. The dog could be sick. You could be fucking back exactly. in the hospital. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're like fucking, you know, I swear sometimes you're like a fucking saint, bro. <laughs> but I love, him to, I love him to death. He's like a fucking brother. He's he's family. And and the biggest thing about it is, is, is we all, all know this, and I've said it to Richie, you know, you have your family who you're born into, married into, but then you have your family that you make. Exactly. And those are the people that will always be there for you and never turn your back on you. And you know about that because there'll be people you'll meet in this life who will fucking just say, hey, fuck you. You're, you're doing too much shit right now. I don't want to fucking deal with that. But yeah, he's, his, he's fucking constantly calls me up on the phone. And I'm sure people have called you up and said the same thing. Richie, I need fucking help because it's fucking, 
this fucking dude's fucking driving me crazy. He's can you help me fucking hide a body? <laughs> so no, I've literally become what I've noticed like since since high school, and it's always a fucking it's always a fucking girl. I fucking noticed that I literally. Because, like, back in the day, like, I would be able to talk to people and everything like that. And what I realized as I got older is I actually became the person because I was always the one to be able to give, like, advice and everything like that. And just say, like, you know, to try to talk smarts and everything like that. And then I started to notice that the more I got involved with a relationship and everything like that, the more things got fucked up, I would be the one. That is uh, constantly, and I, I tell my friends all the time, I told you, I'm like, uh, listen, I'm going to fucking be a bad friend because I'm literally going through some shit right now. And I'm literally, uh, all you're going to get from me, I tell all my, this is actually one of my things that I tell you guys, my friends, and you know what, anyone else, I never have any good news for anyone. Anytime I fucking talk to anyone, it's never like today was great because this happened. It's always like, Richie, how you doing? I don't want to tell you. <laughs> or, it started off good, and then it just fucking took a left turn to Albuquerque, and I fucking got wait, broadsided. And wait, and that's the best part. Like, uh, my one friend, uh, Fungul, like, he'll literally, like, I talked to him, like, last week, and I was, like, telling him, like, such good news, and then, like, today he texted me, and he was just like, how's everything going? And I was just like, I literally texted him. Let me bring up the fucking text message, so that way you could actually say it. I actually said to him, I'm going to have Brian fucking repeat it. <clears throat> All right. The blue is me. That's what he said to me. And I literally said, I can't even talk about it anymore. <laughs> and then he said, what? his response was why. And then, and then that's it. <laughs> and I, and that's the thing. Like I never have fucking good news for anyone. I don't know if it's, is it me? Like, do I make this happen to myself, or is it really happening? Do I really have this fucking bad luck to where it just, like, I'm constantly trying to do the right thing, and it just, it's all shit. Just all shit, constantly. Yeah. Shit, shit, shit. Like I said the other night, it eventually gets better. When? I have no fucking clue, because it does. It works out in fucking mysterious fucking ways, like the fucking almighty comes down and just says, guess what? Oh, now I'm going to fucking give you a break. And you know, tell me something. Do you really believe in that? Fuck no. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am a, a fucking as far from a religious fucking believer as possible. Um, How did you grow up? I was raised Catholic. <laughs> oh yeah, that's. I went to an all boys Catholic school. Catholic school. That's right. Fucking yeah. I went. I went to an all boys Catholic school. That's now fucking coed. <laughs> I had to fucking graduate for it to fucking turn co-ed like six years or eight years later, which is fucking hilarious. And but, did you have to do the thing like where you went to church and like all that? Yeah, thing? we went mass in the fucking every like third fucking Wednesday in a month. And, you know, uh, we had fucking religion, which was hilarious because, of course, I'd be raising my hand going. I have a question. Um, where are dinosaurs in the Bible? And my religion teacher would look up at me. Close his Bible, and it was usually one of the brothers, which was hilarious, because that's what we had. We had brothers. We didn't priests. We had brothers. And they would close the Bible and say, Mr. Black, it doesn't have to be in there. Open the Bible back up and start reading again. And it was everybody busted out laughing. And I'm like, 
seriously though like and i would bring it up and i had other teachers throughout my high school high school stint would go to me i would say i would bring that question up and we would talk about certain things and i'd be like where are the dinosaurs mentioned and my one religion teacher who um was hilarious mr m he was the fucking best religion teacher ever he would laugh he would laugh because uh, it was a husband and wife actually they both taught religion one taught uh junior year one taught senior year so I had him back to back, and it was great because he used to tell me, he's like, he used to pull me aside at the class. He's like, listen, don't fuck with her. He's like, don't <laughs> fuck with my wife. He goes, she does not have a sense of humor. And he'd laugh because I would throw these oddball questions out there, and he's like, you know, and he'd laugh, he'd giggle, which is fucking great. He'd give us the feedback we wanted. And he would bring up, well, they left it out. They omitted it. Okay. He's like, and he would pull me, he's like, don't fuck with my wife, dude. He goes, don't fucking say shit like that in our classes. You just keep your head down, keep your mouth shut, answer questions if you ask shit, that's it. And we used to do it all the time. But it was fucking always a fucking riot. And I am so far out in fucking la-la land with fucking religion because there's so many things that aren't explained and shit like that that can't be answered. So. And see, now when you meet Mikey, though, he's going to be the person... And he's just, he's exactly like us, trust me. When you meet Mikey, he's going to be exact. Actually, a lot of my friends, they're exactly the same fucking way. But Mikey, he's uh, he has a father that's a reverend. I did the podcast with. Yes. Fucking Dis 1 and Dis 2. And um, you really need to fucking listen to that. I because to listen to that. That, that is, this weekend. it was an insane fucking podcast. Fucking four fucking hours, Reverend Jesus Christ. Um, but he's, So long it had to be cut in half. But he was the one, He's he'll be the one to sit there and he'll be like, all right. He'll, he, and he tries, he really does. And, you know, he tries to get me to fucking believe in it and everything like that. And like, okay, so, all right, fucking the dinosaurs, they weren't in the Bible, so what? That still doesn't mean that there's not a higher power. Just because it wasn't written down in a fucking book doesn't mean there's a higher power. And we'll go, and this is the thing, we'll go back and forth and I'll be like, but if that's the fucking book, why wasn't it written down? Why does it have to be? It's a high power. Yeah. What the, you know? It just if you believe in it, and then you get into in semantics with the whole thing about like, well, the Bible was written by a bunch of fucking guys who were drinking God knows what at the time. No filtered water. Yeah. So and it was, but it was specifically it was written by men, not women, men, and they took the shit that was written by the women and fucking basically said, "Matt, eh, this ain't gonna be in there. Omit." And it's, Wait, now do you have stuff to back that up? Yes, I do, actually. There are actually, um, there's actually research has been done. It's actually in the in the vault in the Vatican of the uh, letters of Mary Magdalene. Make sure you can back mm, this up. Yes. So that is actually proof because um, it was an article. People are going to come it. at you. That's fine. Fuck them. <laughs> so. You got to know mm, your fucking history. Mm. Yeah, Especially but, doing this shit. I actually said one thing one time about like a fucking certain subject. And I read an article and I literally said it over the fucking podcast. I literally made it out. I was just like, I read this. This is what happened. And then I got like a fucking slew of fucking emails just being like, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I'm like, dude, like I just, I read it. I said it. Like I read it in an article. Like it wasn't a fucking book. I didn't do any fucking research on it. 
And then I literally got a whole history report. Oh, yeah. They literally sent me another email being like, this is what you should be reading. And I was just like, dude, I, it was just a passing fucking conversation. Like, I get it. Like, fucking sometimes I say stupid shit. But, like, why are you coming at fucking me? Like, I'm the one that wrote the book. Like, I'm just fucking saying what I fucking read. Yep. Like, come the fuck down, you fucking cunt. Yeah. And uh, two sites that I found it on, actually, because I, of course, I research a lot of shit I hear. Um, it's actually listed on the knightstemplar.org, uh, genosis.org, and it's on Wikipedia with pictures. Yeah, but so, you can't believe Wikipedia. Well, Wikipedia is Wikipedia, but, you know, it's like, I like Wikipedia myself. <laughs> but, you know, that's fucking, um, Opus Day also has it on there. So, um, you can look it up. It's the Gospels According to Mary, and it's all the shit that Mary Magdalene wrote that was omitted from the Bibles we all have. I really find, so, you know what? I've never heard of that before. Yeah. I literally have to look that up. And it's actually in the Smithsonian Magazine. So, if it's fucking in the Smithsonian Magazine, then it's fucking legit. <laughs> because they have a lot of fucked up shit there, including the fucking videotapes from the fucking lunar landing. That was supposedly, quote unquote, made in a Hollywood fucking soundstage. But you fucking Reddit people can go nuts now fucking talking about that shit. Oh my God, they mentioned conspiracy theories. Oh, I so, oh, that You know what? That should be the next podcast. Oh, definitely. Conspir- conspiracy yeah. theories. Urban legends too, because I got fucking there's some good urban legends that they got out. I like the conspiracy yeah. theories, and I like the fucking urban legends. So we're uh, we're at we're at fucking sixty minutes. I don't know. I, I actually I have a good feeling about this. I have a good feeling about this podcast. And um, just so you know, we weren't planning on doing this podcast tonight, so I didn't read any emails. If I did get any, so I do apologize for anyone that did send an email from the last podcast. Um, I do know that uh we are once again we are on itunes but the way that it was set up i did listen to it myself i do apologize about the fucking the sound quality that came in we didn't mean for that to happen we're still fucking around with uh using new equipment yeah and use doing two people and the way i used to do it it was completely fucking set up different um but i think that this is this is once again this is going to be fucking awesome and you guys fucking call in. Call, did I just say that? You should call in. I fucking said You call will in. be able to do that soon. You will be able to leave voicemails. We are working that out. Oh, um, yeah, that's right. That's, yes, I t- that's we why are I working out. In. We are going to have a phone number that you guys can fucking call and bitch and complain. And uh, you will have to actually leave. Um, you have to agree to our consent on our voicemail. Yes. So you have to specifically say in your message that you consent to what you send in because guess what, assholes? We will be fucking calling you out and playing it on the show. Because if you want to bitch about it or bitch about us, you're going to get called out because that's how it fucking works. And so so it's the Powerline Kids podcast at yahoo.com. Instagram, Powerline Kids podcast, Facebook, all that same fucking stupid bullshit. Uh, and you know what? I actually, I what I miss is not having to fucking say that all the time because I was doing this for so long to where people just knew what to do. But now that we're starting over again, I, uh, from what I read, like you have to fucking say it for at least like the first like fucking five so that people fucking know shit. 
But I don't know. It, you guys can fucking look shit up. I fucking look up the podcast myself and it pops up. So, I don't know. Do whatever the fuck it is you need to do. Jesus Christ, I don't know why I got so angry right there. Excuse me while I take a sip. Take your fucking anger out on fucking everybody. But, um, I don't know. We will be back this uh, Sunday. Yes, we will. And, um, you know, the format is, it, it, it's in the works and everything like that. But, hey, you know what? We had, I had fun. We had fun. Right, you had fun? It's always fun. What are you doing on your phone? I'm um, just trying to check fucking some information out. So, look at that. Mm. Brian, Brian can't even do a podcast without fucking looking at his phone. Oh no, I was looking up something actually for some information on this some other joking. shit. So, and right. I'm also working on putting an email together. So, all right. So uh, this is the Powerline Kids podcast with Richie O and Brian Black. I really do fucking like that. So Brian Black. It's like a superhero's name, or like a. It, that's actually, a villain's that's a, name. Yeah, that's a villain's name. Yeah. Fucking villain. Yeah. Chilling like a villain. Really. Really. And chilling like a villain. chilling like a villain, and All I've right. seen that. I, I have to. I have to. I can't say that's fucking mine, because I've actually. No, seen it's not yours. No. What I was actually going to say, and yes, you guys are. I gotten emails for this. That was really gay. That was. That was yeah, really. I'll gay. admit to that. And, yeah, I'm not saying that in a negative way. I'm just saying, come on, chill him like a villain. He could have come up with something better than that. He really could have come up with something better than that. But anyway, it's the Power Online Kids podcast. And, um, I don't know. We're, I, you know what? We're fucking out. Late. <laughs>